Romans chapter 4, from verse 13 onwards. For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham, nor to the seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of no effect. Because the law brings about wrath, for where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, in the presence of him whom he believed. God, who gives life to the dead, and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. I want to stop right here, as the Holy Spirit wants me to. We're stopping at verse 22. So we see here, God is not saying that the law that he gave on Mount Sinai was bad, no, because it was given by God. God is not saying traffic laws are bad. Traffic laws are there so that the violators don't kill people. So it's good. For those who violate, it is bad because they get caught. That's what God is saying over here. But the main emphasis here that God wants to emphasize to us today is Abraham who came before the law was given how many of you know that Abraham was before Moses? Was he before Moses or after Moses? Before Moses, okay good. So Abraham was before Moses. So before Moses was Abraham the commandments of God was given by God was it through Abraham to the people or through Moses to the people? Through Moses to the people. So when Abraham was called by God and he was given the promise by God to Abraham, the law was not in place at that time. Do you know what Abraham was a man of God who started walking with God? When he walked with God, you know what happened? The law of God is written in your heart. When you start walking with God, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Truth, He begins to take over your life. So what you do is by default you begin to obey the Word of God. By default you begin to do the will of God. By default you are not a transgressor of the law, but you are someone who keeps it. By default, even before the law came into place. Abraham was a man who was obedient to the voice of God. Main, the main thrust of this message today that the Spirit of God wants to bring before us, really magnify before us as I see in the Spirit is the most important, the essential component that made Abraham, Abraham. Abraham into Abraham. 
what actually turned Abraham into Abraham. The Bible says here, let's just go here and read a little more. Let's just go here, the two, verse 18. Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. Abraham didn't see anything. Abraham did not see any proof. God didn't say, Abraham, I'm going to bless you and you're going to have many, many people. And all of a sudden, Abraham felt an electric shock in his body and he knew that something happened to him. All of a sudden, his body changed and there's no such thing. That means Abraham didn't tangibly feel anything. Abraham heard the word of God. The question that God wants to ask you today is, is God's word enough for you? Is God's word enough for you? Has God spoken to you something? Has God told you that he will do something for you? Is it good enough? Is his word good enough? Or are you seeking for more? You know, there are a lot of times we try to look for something. Can I get some more? Can I get something? Can I get something to hold on to? Faith is not looking for more. Faith is holding on to what you have in front of you. So with Abraham, Abraham in front of him saw death. Death of his body, death of his wife's womb. Death. All around Abraham was death. He was a hundred years old, the Bible says. He was dead in his body. According to medical science, there's no way that he can have a child. According to medical science, there's no way that his wife can have a child. So, if the doctors would have been there, they would have said, impossible, impossible, impossible. All the people around them, experiencing everything, they'll say, impossible, impossible, impossible. You know, many times when you hear the word impossible, what happens to us? Our faith in God starts to shake. We feel like impossible. When someone says impossible, we say, yes, 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 impossible. When someone says impossible, then we start crying, oh, it's impossible, it's impossible. We go to God and we actually try to make Him feel that it is impossible. But Abraham was not like that. Abraham, on the contrary, when everything looked impossible, he's doing something opposite. God is speaking to a heart place. God has promised us big things. But if we want those big things to happen in our lives, we need to be people who go against what we see. We should be people who do the opposite. We should be people who do the opposite. Whatever the enemy means for evil, God will turn it for our good. When we see something staring in front of us, we say like, oh, this is never going to change. This is never going to change. This is never going to change. We say, oh yeah, this will change. This will change. This will change. Because of God, who is greater than the dead. Who is greater than death itself. So when we look at Abraham's situation, he's looking at the body. So, so take that word. What you can do, you do. You go against what you see. You take the word of God because the word of God really works. It's so powerful. It is real. It is real. It is so real. It works. We take that word and we put that in front of us. We say, contrary to what I see, I believe. Contrary to what I see, I believe. That's good enough. If we can do that often and every day, it will take over your life. You know why? It's all powerful. That's the reality. The reality is going against what you see. 
going against what you experience and your body may say comes something totally different. What did Abraham do? Who contrary to hope, in hope believed. He believed against everything that he saw. What did he believe? He believed in what God said. The God who looked at Abraham and didn't give him any proof in front. But he just said, this is what I'm going to do for you, Abraham. And Abraham believed what God said. He didn't say, give me an evidence, Lord, give me this, Lord, nothing. That's why he was promoted from Abram to Abraham. There was a change that took place. Now, so what did God say here? So shall your descendants be, he says. He became the father of many nations. So what was the promise that God gave to him? When you didn't have a single child, he said, I'm going to make you into a father of many nations. That means there's going to be some multiplication that is going to take place. It's impossible, impossible looking. At 100 years old, how are you going to become father of many nations? But he believed. You call that supernatural faith. Supernatural faith. You know when the supernatural faith comes? When you believe in the little things God tells you to, you hold on to. God just gives you what you need. Supernatural faith comes from God. When you decide that I'm going to go against what I see, there is an increase that will come inside of you. That is supernatural faith. So you believe in what God said. God said, Abraham, this is what I'm going to do. Abraham said, this is what I'm going to believe. Whatever he said, I'm going to believe. As he believed, there was an increase. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. What did Abraham hear? Abraham heard the word of God. What God told him. Even though everything looked opposite, Abraham heard what God said. And Abraham said, this is the truth. What I see in my body, what I see in my wife's body. Even though whatever may seem like it is the truth according to science, God surpasses science. So Abraham said, this is the truth, not this. This is the truth, not this. Whatever God said is truth. Not what my body says. Not what my wife's body says. What God said is the truth. So what did Abraham do? Contrary to what he saw, he believed in what the word said. By that, he became the father of many nations. That means he inherited what God spoke to him. So if you want to inherit what God spoke to you, it is important for you to move from the natural to the supernatural. How do you move from what you see, what you hear, what you touch, to what you really are going to walk into? How are you going to walk into that? You're going to step in from this zone to this zone by believing in what God said and by unbelieving or disbelieving or completely pushing away what you see and what you feel. I want to go a little deep into this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. How do you practically do this? How do you practically do this? So when you see emptiness, when you see death, when you see grave, how did Jesus see? As we were worshipping, the Holy Spirit was showing me this. How Jesus saw. Jesus was with the disciples and he says, I see the field white unto harvest. The harvest is plenty, the laborers are few. Now if you look at the disciples, they say, huh? We don't see that. Where is the harvest? Where are the people? We don't see that, Lord. That's going by sight. 
but there's a whole nother realm where we see in the spirit, we hear in the spirit, and we follow what we see and hear in the spirit, and not what the natural realm says. When you go after what God says, we actually receive what God has spoken. When you go after what God says, we will receive what God has spoken. I want to repeat it again. When you go after what God says, that means we have to learn to kick what we see. Kick aside, push away, push away that which you feel looks like real and go after what God has said. Two things the Holy Spirit is emphasizing here. One is, you cannot go after what God has said without pushing away what you see. That means when your body says something, you have to speak against that and say, this is what my God says, I'm refusing to take what you're saying right now. No matter how much you scream, what my God has said is true. This is the truth. This is what God is going to do. So we push aside. That means contrary to what we see, we are going against what we see and we go with what God has said. That means you have to discard something and you have to embrace something else. You leave something and you cleave onto something. Means you leave the natural realm and you cleave onto the spiritual realm. You leave what you see and you cleave what he has said. You leave what you see, you cleave what you hear from God. That means whatever the enemy portrays or shows in front of you, signs, symptoms, emptiness and depth and bad news and whatever. It is, you're going to say, I am not going to pay attention to this. I'm going to say no to this and I'm going to look at what God has spoken and I'm going to say, I'm going to embrace this, I'm going to hold this, I'm going to have this with me. That is very important. If we can do that, even take baby steps towards that, that's going to take us into huge victories. Abraham did that. He did not waver at the promise of God. Verse 20. See, faith is something very crucial when it comes to experiencing the miracles God has for us. Jesus said this, If you have faith like a mustard seed, who can finish it? If you have faith like a mustard seed, there's something, there's something very important right next to that. A lot of people talk about faith like a mustard seed. Lord, I have faith like a mustard seed. But there's something very important that's attached to that verse. If you have faith like a mustard seed, and, and, ask, we all do that, even without, uh, <laughs> God saying we all laugh. <laughs> and do not doubt in your heart. You have faith like a mustard seed and do not doubt in your heart. That's when it really becomes real faith. We seek God for something and we cancel it with something else. The result is going to be zero. How many of you know uh, to um, put minus one and plus one? Minus one and plus one will be zero. You have a plus one. If you want to, you have to add another plus one. If you put a minus one next to it, it's going to be zero. If you bring God's word as positive and you put it there, and then after that you put your negative thing that the enemy brings there, what is your net result going to be? Zero. It's going to be zero. But if you want to get a result that will yield fruit, you know what your equation has to be? Plus, 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 plus plus and you get a big gain. 
It has to be 1 plus 1, 2. Then you can do 2 plus 2, 4. Then you can do 4 plus 4, 8. You can continue to add to it. The promises that the, God, that the Lord has given. Add one promise after another. Believe, 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 believe. And you know your net gain is going to be a big, big, big promise fulfilling results that God has given. So anytime God gives a promise, upon that promise He'll build another one. Upon that one, He'll build another one. That's your addition. You add and add and add and add. You should not bring any minus to your equation. When you bring that minus there, that minus is what? Doubt. Faith minus doubt is what? What will you get? Faith minus, faith plus doubt. What will you get? What will you get? Zero. Faith plus doubt. You'll get a big fat zero. But you need faith minus doubt. You're going to get miracles. You have to have faith and no unbelief. Unbelief should not be there. No room for unbelief. No statement for unbelief should be there. So you look at Abraham here. Abraham did not waver at the promise of God. And you see in the book of James, the Spirit of God says, a person who wavers in his mind, that means, praise the Lord, I'm going to get the victory. Hallelujah, this is going to happen. Shout out loud now. And then next minute somebody goes and says something and says, <laughs> calls someone and says, can you, can you believe this? This is what happened to me. This is never going to happen. What do you do at that point? You cancel out all your hallelujahs in less than a second. When you believe the words of unbelief, whatever praise you gave and whatever statements of faith you said in order to seal what is about to come to you or it's just on its way coming to you. You just blocked it right there with words of unbelief. Unbelief is very powerful. Faith is very powerful. Unbelief is equally powerful. When we believe in what God has said, minus unbelief, then you are going to definitely receive what God has spoken. Now Abraham, he did not waver at the promise. Verse 20, Romans chapter 4 verse 20, Abraham did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Oh, through unbelief. The unbelief is like a door to failure. When you pass through that door called unbelief, you are bound to fail. Abraham did not waver. He did not let unbelief come near him. What did he do? But was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. I want to tell you the secret. If you want to really be someone who is strong in faith, you need to be a worshiper of God. You need to worship God at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. No matter what happens, I'll praise Him. No matter what happens, I'll praise Him. No matter what I see, I will praise Him. There are situations that will look really scary. But has God given His word? Is the question. If He has given His word, then you don't keep your eyes on the scary situation. You keep your eyes on the promise of the promise giver and your eyes on the promise giver himself and you know that when he has promised he will definitely definitely bring it to pass he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine no matter what we see before us 
We should be people of faith who say that I'm not going to go by what I see. I'm not going to go by what I see. You know, every time you walk, you can say this. I'm not going to go by what I see. You want to make a rap out of it? Do it. Say it again and again and again and again and again. Say it and say it and say it until you don't go by what you see. It's important. Sometimes it takes hundred times for us to really understand and say, Oh, yes. It has to get into your spirit. It's good to say it. So Abraham, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. How was he strengthened in faith? He believed what God said and he gave glory to God. When you believe what God said, no matter what happens in front of you, you're going to say, Lord, this is what you said and you're going to do it, so I praise you. This is what you said, so I'm going to praise you. This is what you said, so I praise you. 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 So no matter how opposite your situation may look, take what God has said and offer it to Him as praise offering. Take what God has said and praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. That means you go opposite to what you see and you worship God with what He has said. When you do that, you're going to see the impossible become possible in your life. When you see that, when you say that, you're going to see mountains come crumbling down. So whatever is opposite in your life, this week, homework is practices, not LTS class, but there you have a homework to do. Go home all through this week. Whatever looks opposite in front of you, that's the application part, right? So you take whatever looks opposite and you say that I'm not going to give room for you. You are not going to get an inch in my life. And I'm going to take the word of God and I'm going to praise him. You praise him. Praise Him and give glory to Him and say, What I see is not going to happen. What you said is going to happen. Lord, so I praise you. What I hear is what's not going to happen. Lord, what you have said is going to happen. Lord, whatever you have said is going to happen. And whatever your situation is, speak that out and praise Him. Praise Him. You know what will happen? When you do that, your faith will grow strong. This is important. Listen to this. Read verse 20 over here. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in his faith. This is how you get strengthened in your faith. If you say, Lord, my faith is weak. I need strength in my faith. My faith is weak. You need to do something. Instead of praying and asking God for faith, do what God has said in His Word to do. Believe what God has said and worship Him. When you believe what God has said and worship Him, what will happen to your faith? Your faith will get stronger and stronger and stronger. This is how Abraham got strengthened in his faith. You know, Abraham... When he believed first, he had faith. Not the faith that he had on top of Mount Moriah. His faith became stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger to the point that he became the father of faith. It's a process. We go from faith to faith, faith to faith, faith to faith and glory to glory. God is speaking to our hearts of this hour. God wants to take you from one level of faith to the other. See, if you don't have faith, you won't be here today. Because you have faith, you are here. But from this way through the next level, from this level to the next level, from that level to the next level, how will you keep climbing up in your faith if you don't worship God all the time? We need to worship Him. See, a worshiper of God will never fall. You know that? Someone who worships God all the time will never fall. You know why? 24-7 they carry the presence of God because God dwells in the midst of the praises of His people. You just become a carrier of the presence of God. It's the truth. Because of the presence of God. 
when we carry the presence of God, God comes there. There's no room for the devil. His presence will drive out the evil spirits. This is something that will strengthen your faith today as you hear it. You can really be a carrier of the presence of God. We lift our hands, we lift our hands with holiness unto God. We open a mouth and sing to Him with undefiled mouth, with undefiled lips, not with double tongue. But really with truth in the inward parts, we worship Him. God will be right there, His presence will be right there. Wherever we go, the presence of God will go with us. You know what? Little David can bring down the big giant. God wants to do big things in your life. God wants to do great things in your life. I just saw during worship, I saw we just at the threshold of something big that is going to happen. God is about to do something really big, something really substantial. But before that, God wants to do something inside of you. Something inside of you. Something inside of you. Something inside of you. So, look at Abraham here. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Be someone who will give glory to God all the time. Be someone who will give glory to God all the time. Be someone who will worship God all the time. It is important that you praise Him all the time. In your sleep, praise Him. When you turn over, praise Him. When you sit up, praise Him. When you get up, praise Him. When you talk to someone, when you finish it, you praise God all the time, praise Him. You know what? There won't be any room for the devil at all. Because the devil will have your pain. He'll say, oh, 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 I can't take it, I can't take it, I can't take it, I can't be next to this person all the time. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, 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 I can't hear it. You need to be someone who shuts the mouth of the devil and gets him out of you by praising God all the time. Be a pain to Satan. Learn to become a pain to Satan. Yeah, he will fight. Do you know what? He'll be afraid of you. That's the life to live. That's the way to live. When you become a threat to the powers of darkness, because you carry Jesus with you wherever you go. You won't be afraid of the devil. The devil will be afraid of you. No evil will befall you. No evil shall befall you. No plague shall come near your dwelling place. God is a God of victory. Wherever the enemy means for evil, God will turn it for our good. So, verse 21. And being fully convinced. If you can underline, highlight, circle... Or write it down, do whatever it is, it's very important. Being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Are you convinced? Are you convinced? He says, who our God is. We just hear everything. Know you what? We say opposite to what the devil says. My God is able to bring down my mountain. My mountain. It may be a big mountain, but he is able to because he is big. And therefore, it was counted to him for righteousness. See, verse 21, being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. What God has spoken to us, God is able to perform. Is he all-powerful? Is our God all-powerful to perform what he has spoken? He is. So no matter how hard it may be, no matter how impossible it may appear, no matter how difficult it may be, with Him all things are possible. And there's one more attached to it. With God all things are possible. And there's another verse that also has the word 
possible. We need to put those two verses together. What is, what's the other one? With God, all things are possible. What's the other verse? Well, today's service is a little different. The Lord is leading us differently, so we need to talk here. What is the other verse? With God, all things are possible. What's the other one? Which also has something similar to that. Is it louder, darling? Yes, good job. With man, it's impossible. With, with God, all things are possible. The two verses we put together. One is, with God all things are possible. And then there's another scripture is, all things are possible to him who believes. So God, with God all things are possible. And with the person who believes that, with God, things, with God all things are possible, what happens? The impossible becomes possible. I want to repeat this again. With God all things are possible. And all things are possible to him who believes. Believe in the God who says all things are possible. So everything may look impossible in the sight of man. But you know with God all things are possible. And if you have the faith that he can do it, you know what? You will see it happen in your life. You will see it happen in your life. You will see it happen in your life. doesn't matter if it didn't happen in someone else's life. Don't let that Define your destiny. Because it didn't happen in somebody's life, don't say that, well, it, you know, it didn't happen over there, so it's not going to happen to me. No. You believe. Because our God is faithful. His word is truth. I'm going to read one more. Just go down. Let's go to verse 22 again. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. What was accounted to him for righteousness? The man who went against everything he saw. And he said, I will believe what he said. Now I want to take you to one more verse before. That is very important. Verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. This is very important. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb if you want to underline, highlight, circle, whatever did not consider his body and his wife's body very important Abraham in spite of what he saw he said I am not going to look at the real situation according to the natural realm so we're not people who should be in denial. You know, there are people, when they have a fever, if you ask them, how are you doing their test? I'm doing well, I don't have a fever. It'll be like 104. I don't have a fever because I believe I don't have fever. That's lying. <laughs> that's, that's not the truth. You have a fever. You do. But you know what? You have to say, my God is bigger than the fever. I'm not going to look at the fever. I'm going to look at my God who will bring this temperature down. My God is able to bring down my mountain. But if we are in denial saying that there is no mountain, how is He going to even bring it down? We have to be people who look at our situation, but not place emphasis on that. Abraham, he saw what was actually happening in his body and his wife's body, but he did not consider his own body. What does it mean? He didn't place weight on that. 
He didn't give importance to what his body was saying. He didn't place emphasis on what was going on in his surroundings, in his situation. He said that no matter what I see, yeah, yeah, I see it. But you know what? He said something. That's what I'm going to look at because it is the truth. Even though this looks real in the natural realm, but one thing I know that the supernatural realm dominates the natural realm. The supernatural realm of God dominates the natural realm. Because it dominates the natural realm, what I do is, even though I see, in front of my eyes I see, we say opposite to what we see. We go opposite to the pain that we feel. We go opposite to what the doctors may say. And people say, there's no hope. We say, oh no, this is going to be for God's glory. This is what my Jesus said. When he saw death, when he knew that Lazarus was dead, when he knew Jairus' daughter was dead, Jesus said something opposite. He said, I know. He's sleeping. But according to the natural realm, let me tell it to you, in plain, I make language, Lazarus is dead. When he said he's sleeping, they said he's sleeping. So let me tell you, he is dead. I speak according to the supernatural realm, but for you to understand, yes, he is dead. But you know what? Let's go and wake him up. I'm going to raise him from the dead. So Jesus acknowledged what was happening in the natural realm, but he saw it through the spiritual eyes of the supernatural realm, where he said, this is possible. I can change this. I can raise this up. I can switch this. I can topple this. I can bring this down. Our God is almighty. Almighty. He's almighty. Almighty is his name. So when this God is in your life, he is so involved in your life, there's nothing that is impossible in the sight of the almighty God. He said, you can trample serpents and scorpions. And if he wants you to trample serpents and scorpions, those verses are not there for us to say, I shall trample serpents and scorpions. And so I will see all those in pictures and say, I'll step on you, I'll step on you. No. If God wants you to trample serpents and scorpions, he will throw serpents and scorpions in front of you. Now let's see what you do. At the time, will you go that, Mommy, <laughs> help me, Jesus, help me, and run the other way. Or at that time, will you say, In the name of the Lord, I shall overcome. Even if you have to close your eyes and jump on it. You know what? God is there. He will just throw it right under his feet. That's how good our God is. He's so good. He's so good. All you need to do is simply do what he's telling you to do. Not go back, but go forward. With that little strength you have, Simply do what He has told you to do. He will do the rest for you. God will do the rest for you. Hallelujah. I'm going to read this one more time. Verse 19. And not being weak in faith, He did not consider His own body already dead and the deadness of Sarah, His womb. Two things I want to say here before I conclude for this afternoon. He did not consider his body, he did not consider his wife's body, because he was not weak in faith. And we saw how he was not weak in faith. Abraham, if you see in the Bible, every time he moved from one place to another, he'll build an altar, he'll worship God. He'll build an altar, he'll worship God. He'll build an altar, he'll worship God. 
He was a worshiper of God. So no matter what he felt in his body, his eyes were upon God Almighty. How was he not weak in faith? How he grew in faith? By looking at what God said and worshiping. Every time he built an altar, he had what God said, and that's why he built an altar, because he was expecting nations to come out of him. He was expecting nations to come out of him. Every time. Even when he didn't have a single child. Can we do that? Is it possible? We have received so much from God. We have received so much from God. We have experienced Him in so many different ways. And we all face impossible situations, one way or the other. But in all our impossible situations, uh, are we willing to look at the one who has promised us the impossible thing? Are we willing to disregard that which Satan is showing and heightening it and making it look like it is the real thing? Are we willing to push it aside and not be weak in faith? Are we willing to praise God and grow in faith? Remember this. By pushing aside what you see in the natural realm, whatever is opposite to you, by doing that, you're not weak in faith. By worshipping God, believing in what He has said, you grow in faith. When you grow in faith, you won't be weak in faith. When you grow in faith, you won't be weak in faith. How will you grow in faith? By keeping your eyes on God and thanking Him for what He has promised. You won't be weak in faith. How will you not be weak in faith? By not speaking Satan's language, which is unbelief. When you don't speak Satan's language, you won't be weak in faith. It won't weaken you. You know how many times you might have driven, I don't think everybody would have experienced, but a lot of people would have experienced, I experienced it once when I was doing my master's, I was driving, I was going by Westchester, and all of a sudden I, I, I felt the car shake like this. Then I felt that the tire was gone, one side. Air was gone completely. Something posted, and it was gone. You know what happened after that? Do you think I reached my college? No. I had to stop and God sent someone to come and help. Uh, some um, insurance you know, vehicle came and they helped me change the tires and everything. But the point that God wants to bring to us at this hour is our spiritual legs, our spiritual tires must be filled with the air called faith. If unbelief comes in, it'll puncture that. When unbelief comes in, it'll stop us from going forward. After that, we'll have to sit. We won't be able to move forward. Unbelief will put a dent in your soul. Unbelief will prevent you from inheriting what God has for you. Being weak in faith will keep you in the land of sickness, in the land of trouble, in the land of bondage in the land of affliction, whatever the land has, which has curses, which has emptiness, it'll keep us there. But if we say, I'm not going to look at you, devil, I'm not going to look at what you're saying, I'm not going to hear what you're saying, I'm not going to see all the negative stuff, but I'm going to look at God. So when we don't look at the negative things, we are 
not giving room for our faith to be weakened. No puncture in the tire. When you praise God, you know what happens? It keeps you moving. It keeps you moving. If you want to grow in faith, look at what God has said and praise Him. Be a worshiper of God. If you don't want to be weak in faith, don't give room for unbelief. Two things God has said. I want to say it one more time before we pray. If you don't want to be weak in faith, don't give room for unbelief. If you want to grow in faith, be it someone who worships God with what God has promised you, then you will become strong in faith. Abraham did not consider his body. He did not consider the womb of his wife. But he was a worshiper of God who worshipped him. He counted him faithful and he worshipped him. And because of that, he became a father to many nations. This was a promise given by God to Abraham. And God fulfilled it. Every promise God has given to you, He's faithful to fulfill it. As long as you don't give room to unbelief, and as long as you look at God and worship Him for what He has said, you too shall inherit every promise that God has given over your life. Shall we stand up and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Praise you. 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 Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Resist the devil and you flee from you. Resist the devil and you flee from you. Resist the devil and you flee from you. He is always a conquered foe. Resist the devil and you flee from you. Resist the devil and you flee from you. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. He is always a conquered foe. Please the blood of Jesus and he'll flee from you. Please the blood of Jesus and he'll flee from you. Please the blood of Jesus and he'll flee from you. He is always a conquered Sing with all your heart. Resist the devil and he'll flee from yes. Resist the devil and you flee from Hallelujah. Resist the devil and you flee from. He is always a conquered. Hallelujah. Resist the devil and you flee from you. Resist the devil and you flee from you. Resist the devil and you flee. Hallelujah. He is always a conquered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please the blood of Jesus. Yes, yes. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. Please the blood of Jesus and hallelujah, hallelujah. He is always a conquered foe. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from yes. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. He is always a conquered one more time, hallelujah. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. He is always a conquered foe, hallelujah. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. Please the blood of Jesus and you flee from you. 
Plead the blood of Jesus and it's lead from his always. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, resist the devil and it's lead from you. Resist the devil and it's lead from you. Resist the devil and it's lead from you. He is always a conquered for hallelujah, hallelujah. Resist the devil and it's lead from you. Rest is the devil and he flees from you. Rest is the devil and he flees from you. He is always the conquered for. He's always, he is always the conquered for. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. He is always a conquered foe. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. He is always hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. Plead the blood of Jesus and he flees from you. Plead the blood of Jesus and it flees from His always a conquered soul. He is always a conquered. Sing it a hallelujah. He is always a conquered. Always a conquered. He is always a conquered. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He is always a conquered. Hallelujah. He is always a conquered soul. Under, under, under my feet All of my enemies go under my feet, yeah Under, under, under my feet All of my enemies go under my feet Under, under, under my feet, yeah All of my enemies go under my feet Standing by my side As my God who hears my cry, standing by my side. As my God who hears my cry, He brings thunder, thunder, thunder my feet. Yes, all of my enemies. Under the feet, he brings under, under, under the feet, yes. All of my enemies go under the feet, he brings under, under, under the feet. All of my enemies go under the feet, under, under, under the feet. All of my enemies go under the feet, hallelujah. One by one. One by one, one by one, God gave victory to the Israelites, hallelujah. They started taking the territories of Canaan, one by one, one by one, one by one, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Whatever is impossible, whichever area is impossible, go to the Lord for that. God will bring it under your feet, one by one, one by one, one by one, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. God of the impossible, one who stands by my side, watching over me both day and night. You hear my every cry. 
You hear my every sigh. You hear my every plea. Be it day or night, God has been possible. One who stands by my side, watching over me both day and night. You hear my every cry. You hear my every sigh. You hear my every plea. Be it day or night. Who is like unto you, O matchless one? Yes. Who is like unto you, O matchless one? You are the ancient of days. You call the snow from the storehouse. You send the lightning with the rain. You bring the wind from the storehouse. You are the ancient of days. You call the snow from the storehouse. You send the lightning with the rain. Bring the wind from the storehouse. Whom shall I fear? What shall I fear? Why should I fear? Whom shall I fear? What shall I fear? Why should I fear? When God is on my side, both day and night, yeah. God is on my side, both day and With you I shall run through a troop 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 with you I shall sing it out, sing it out, yeah. With you I shall run through a truth. With you I shall run through. One more time. With you I shall run through a truth. With you I shall run. Hallelujah. With you I shall run through a truth, yes. With you I shall run through a truth, yeah. With you I shall run through a truth, yeah. With you I shall run through a truth. Of whom shall I fear? What shall I fear? Why should I fear? Whom shall I fear? What shall I fear? Why should I fear? 
Sarah's impossible. One who stands by my side, watching over me both day and night. You hear my every cry. You hear my every sigh. You hear my every plea. Be it day or night. God, I've been possible. One who stands by my side, watching over me both day and night. You hear my every cry. You hear my every sigh. You hear my every plea. Be it day or night. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. How many of you believe that our God is big? Hallelujah. Our God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. Open your mouth and say, My God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. Open your mouth and say, Hallelujah. My God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that? That God brought down the walls of Jericho. Open your mouth and say, My God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. Hallelujah. My God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. Hallelujah. My God is bigger than the Red Sea. Hallelujah. My God is bigger than the storms that are faced in life. Hallelujah. My God is bigger than the sickness. Hallelujah. My God is bigger than the problems that I face. My God is bigger than the crisis that I face. Open your mouth and say, my God is bigger. Hallelujah. And my God is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Hallelujah. And I am a seed of Abraham, a seed of Christ, and the seed of Christ is inside of me. Oh, and I believe in every word that God has spoken. Open your mouth and say, I believe every word that God has spoken on my life. I believe every word that God has spoken on the lives of my children. I believe every word that God has spoken on my family. Open your mouth and say it. Open your mouth and say it. Let God hear it. Let Satan hear it. Oh, let your own ears hear it. Oh, hallelujah. Let the angels of God hear it. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, my God is bigger than my problem put together. Hallelujah. My God is bigger than the impossible circumstances I face. Hallelujah. My God is bigger. He's a God of the impossible. Hallelujah. He's a God of the impossible. Hallelujah. Oh, He's a God of the impossible. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, I will not be weak in faith. Hallelujah. I will not be weak in faith. Hallelujah. Oh, I will put away unbelief. Hallelujah. I'm going to go forward. I'm going to be a worshiper of the living God. Open your and say, I'm going to worship of the living God. I'm going to worship of the living God. I'm going to keep his promises in front of me and I'm going to worship him. I'm going to keep his promises in front of me and I'm going to worship him. Hallelujah. There has to be a goal when you worship God. Well, there has to be a goal when you worship God. When you worship God, keep the promises of God in front of you and worship him for it. Hallelujah. Worship him for who he is. Worship him for what he can do for you because he can do the impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God can turn the water into wine. Hallelujah. He's all-powerful. When you praise Him, keep the impossible situation in front of you and keep the Word of God in front of you and say, This is bigger. My God is bigger. His Word is bigger. What He has spoken is bigger. And therefore, I'm going to dance and I'm going to worship Him. Hallelujah. 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 What the enemy shows is way smaller. Hallelujah. And God, through Him, I will trample this problem. Hallelujah. I will trample what is in front of me. Hallelujah. It goes under my feet. All the problems, they go under my feet. Hallelujah. All the impossible situations, they go under my feet. Hallelujah. He brings all of my enemies under my feet. Hallelujah. 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 It is for all who would believe. Hallelujah. All things are possible to him who believes. Hallelujah. In the God 
through whom all things are possible. Hallelujah. All things are possible to who him who believes. All things are possible to, to him who believes. All things are possible to him who believes in the God through whom all things are possible. Hallelujah. All things are possible. Oh, to him who believes. Oh, in the God through whom all things are possible. Hallelujah. Oh, in the God through him all things are possible. Through whom all things are possible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For you praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him for what He can do. Hallelujah. Praise Him for what He can do in your impossible situation. And worship Him. Your worship must be intentional. Your worship must be intentional. You worship Him with this image, this picture, this vision in mind that He's taking the impossible thing and He's making it into possible. And therefore you worship Him. Hallelujah. Because He's big. Because He's big. My God is big. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you can say, My God is bigger than cancer? Hallelujah. How many how many of you can say, my God is bigger than heart disease, hallelujah. How many of you can say, my God is bigger than addiction, hallelujah. How many of you can say, my God is bigger than bipolar, hallelujah. My God is bigger than mental illness, hallelujah. My God is bigger than autism, hallelujah. Oh my God is bigger, my God is bigger than all the uncurable, incurable neurological diseases. My God is bigger, hallelujah. He's way bigger, he's way bigger, he's way bigger, hallelujah. He's way bigger. So all those who magnify him, their problems will become smaller and smaller and smaller and it becomes non-existent. Hallelujah. To the worshippers of God, the worshippers of God, their mountains will become smaller and smaller and it will dissolve like the salt in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. It will become non-existent. Hallelujah. It will become non-existent to the worshippers of God, to the worshippers of God, to all those who keep the vision of God, the word of God in front of them and they worship Him. Hallelujah. God will bring your mountain into power. He will make your mountain and into power when you worship Him. When you worship Him, worship Him for what He's going to do. Worship Him for what He's going to do. Because He said He can do all things. Because He said He can do all things. You believe in Him and say, Lord, You said You can do all things, so I'm going to worship You. You said You can do all things, so I'm going to worship You in this situation. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to take a few minutes in the presence of God. And we're going to worship Him. Whatever is impossible before you, bring it before you right now. Whatever looks impossible in your sight, bring it before God Almighty. We are in the presence of the King. Hallelujah. Whatever looks impossible, bring it before you. And you're going to thank God because He's bigger than this. Hallelujah. You're going to thank God because He's going to overturn this. Hallelujah. You're going to thank God because He's going to do a miracle in this situation. Hallelujah. Thank Him like never before. Hallelujah. Thank Him like never before. Hallelujah. Thank Him like never before. Hallelujah. Open Him up and praise Him. Open Him up and praise Him. Hallelujah. Open Him up and praise Him. Hallelujah. Open Him up and praise Him. Hallelujah. Bring all the impossible situations before you and praise Him for what He's going to do. Hallelujah. Open Him up and praise Him. Open Him up and praise Him. Wherever you are, open Him up and praise Him. Bring the impossible situations before you and praise Him for what God can do. Oh, your God is bigger. My God is bigger. Our God is bigger. He is bigger. He is bigger. Hallelujah. He's way bigger than our problems. He's way bigger than our sicknesses. He's way bigger than our confinement. He's way bigger. Our God is bigger. Our God is bigger. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Hallelujah. Exalt him. Hallelujah. Worship him. Exalt him. Worship him. Hallelujah. Exalt him and worship him. Hallelujah. Exalt him and worship him. Hallelujah. Oh, he's able. He's able. He's able to hear the brokenhearted. He's able to set the captives free. He's able.
able to make the lame to walk. He is able to cause the blind to see. Oh, he is able. My God is able. Hallelujah. My God is able. Hallelujah. Open him up. Open him up. Worship him. Open him up. Worship him. Hallelujah. Miracles belong to the worshipers of God. Miracles belong to the worshipers of God. Miracles come to the door of those who worship him. Hallelujah. Miracles come right to those who worship him. Hallelujah. Worship the Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Open him up and worship him. Open him up worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My God is bigger. My God is bigger. My God is bigger. My God is bigger. Open him up and say, My God is bigger. My God is bigger. My God is bigger than my problems. My God is bigger than my problems. My God is bigger than my health problems. My God is bigger than my family problems. My God is bigger than my financial problems. Open him up and say, Open him up and say, Let God hear it. Let faith hear it. Let your own ears hear it. Open him up and say, Hallelujah. Let faith be built up. Let faith be built up. Let the weakness of faith be gone in Jesus' name. Oh, let your faith be strengthened at this hour. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Oh, we praise you because you're bigger. You're bigger. You're bigger. You're way bigger. You're way bigger. Oh, we acknowledge your sovereign power and we praise you, God. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for visiting us this day. Thank you for giving us your holy word from heaven. Oh, Father, right into a spirit you've delivered it, oh God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We're going to hold on to this word, and we're going to hold it tight, oh God. We thank you, Father. Thank you for the great and mighty things you have done this day, and for the greater things that you're going to do in the days to come. As a result of us, obeying your word, walking by faith and not by sight. Father, as your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I bless your people at this hour. Oh, with your blessing that you alone can bless them with. Oh, that they may become giants in faith. They may become a holy, humble, faithful people of faith, people of God who do mighty exploits for the living God to show to this world that our God lives and to wipe the tears of many who are without hope. I bless this church of God that they may become the hands and feet of the Lord Jesus Christ to all those who are dying, beginning with their own family members. For this I ask in Jesus' name. And I thank you for doing this. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon us and bless us with His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all, now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Jesus.